Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series of small business sustainability. And our guest this week has 42 locations across three states, and it's all because it's something bigger than just pizza pizza. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Johnny Baclini, the partner of Cedar Group. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. For visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? My name is Johnny Baclini. Uh, I operate uh, 43 locations, uh, Little Caesars Pizza locations in uh, three states, uh, Arizona, um, California, and Oregon. Now, the reason we're talking with Johnny today is that we've often heard all the horrible things about franchises. We've also heard that franchises are the most wonderful thing in the world. And today we're here talking with Johnny to get the inside scoop on what makes for a good franchise partnership. And for those who don't know your background, where was your first store? My first store was in uh, Richcrest, California. Richcrest? Yes. That's where I grew up. <laughs> and, and what was the process for you like getting to that point? I started working uh, with the Caesars in 2007. Okay. Started from uh, holding the sign to making pizza to answering You were the gold. guy out on the street uh, flipping out yeah. the world. Okay. All I right. learned everything from scratch and I went out in the business. And uh, later on, I decided I want to have my own. Right. Uh, so I started my first location in Richards, California. That's, that's the process. When you got your first location, did you buy it outright or did you buy it from somebody else? I, I bought it from someone else. Uh, right. I wanted to exit. Of course, there's a lot of communication between myself and the franchise. Right. And then they already know me. I've been operating the stores in Bakersfield for um, 12 years at that point. Oh, wow. So I had, you know, some... some you had some experience I had in, some in experience. growing. I had some experience, and then when I decided to purchase the location in Richcliffe, I was approved, um, and then we got a loan and got our first store. Why did you choose Little Caesars? Because you could have done Subway, you could have done McDonald's, you could have done a whole variety of other, other opportunities, and yet you chose Little Caesars. Why? Well, for one, that's all I knew. Right. Mm. I, I've been in the business for so long. I know everything about the business. I didn't want to create the wheel, recreate the wheel. So I right. decided to do something I'm comfortable with at the beginning. Right. And that's why I create, started with Little Caesars. Also, Little Caesars is a great brand. Right. Been there since '59. Right. And so, what's a better partnership than Little Caesars? I think I think Little Caesars beats every other competition. So. Sure. I want to go with the best. Right. And for visioneers, if you're hearing some noise in the background, we're here in the conference room of one of your stores. Right, right. Where is this location that we're at today? Oh, we are at South H. In uh, Bakersfield? In Bakersfield. Correct. Okay. You have a location in Richcrest. How long did you have that location before you bought your next door? It's funny. Well, it took me four years to find this one location at Richcrest. Right? <laughs> it took you four years? Four years to okay. find that location. So a lot of communication with the previous owner, you know. But then, after that first location, it took me about four months right. to quadruple, and we got four more locations. Wow. At one point. And it was in a different state. So I went from Richcrest, having one store, right. to Yuma, Arizona, with four locations. And, and, and just one night, like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was an amazing growing experience. Yes. 
It's one thing to have a store in Ridgecrest that's two hours away from Bakersfield. Correct. How far is it from Ridgecrest to Yuma? About six hours. Six hours. <laughs> so if you had to make a decision that had to be made overnight, it took you six hours one way right. to get there. Yes. What did you learn in that expansion going from the one store in Ridgecrest to the four stores in Yuma? Well, managing, like you said, managing one store right. is something, and managing two stores is something else. Right. Now, managing four stores in two different states right. is another step, right? Um, so, I, be, I truly believe in systems. Mm. And if you, if you are able to manage a store two hours away, right. then what's the difference between managing a store two hours away extremely good and managing a, uh, a store five hours away extremely good? Right. There's not much difference. Okay. We have, it's all about people too, right? The more you invest in the people and you grow them to right. fit them in the right position, then the sky is the limit, right? No business can function by itself. Right. And the fact that we can grow our people and elevate them to get to the next position and own it, right? Because right. each one of them is an owner. They own it. They own the work. They own everything. And we elevate them. It's not, it's a process of people. Right. And not just a location. Was this process taught to you by Little Caesars Corporate, or was this something that you learned in the eight years leading up to your first purchase, or want, making the start of your first purchase? To start, Little Caesars is a family business. It's okay. owned by the Illiches, and they treat everyone like family. So okay. we, we follow their steps okay. when it comes to people. A good business owner knows that people come first, right? right? right. Whether it's your customer or your people. Right. Uh, I learned that um, the hard way a little bit because I, I moved in from a different country and moved in here. You moved to here from Lebanon. I, right? I moved from Lebanon and moved right. in here. And there's different process with people, right? right so sure. I have the culture and all that stuff. Right. So I learned that the hard way. I was a little bit hard, right? Right. But then I learned to be smooth and actually um, be a leader and not a boss. And, uh, and there's two differences between those two. Sure. Yeah. So it took me a long time. Right, right. It took you a minute. It took me 12 years. I <laughs> had <laughs> 12 years to figure that out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, some of us beat our head on the wall a little too long. Right, right. <laughs> now that you've had this growth with Little Caesars, you're also looking at expanding into other franchise opportunities. Correct. But what makes Little Caesars special compared to the other pizza chains that are out there? If you compare us to other uh, pizza chains, right. uh, we are the only one or we are one of the few ones that actually has flour in their back kitchen. Mm. We actually make our dough fresh every day. Mm. We actually make our sauce fresh our, uh, every day. Mm -hmm. We cut our veggies every day fresh. Right? So I think the, the, the value of quality versus others, we, we shine under the Caesars. Also, the speed. You come in, you get your pizza, you don't have to wait, right? Uh, if, you're, if you're picking up a high already. So we have the speed, we have the, the quality, and then we have the value. If you are to go anywhere else and get a pizza, most probably our pizza is going to be half the price and right. better in quality. Not everyone knows that about quality, but so I'm glad I can talk about that a little bit. In the next segment, we're going to talk more in detail about systems and people. And that's the key to being able to have a restaurant, not just in Ridgecrest, not just in Yuma, but 42 locations in three different states. But before we do that, Johnny, if visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? 
My email okay. is the fastest, I would say. Okay. Johnny at Cedars GRP, which is a group. Johnny at CedarsGRP.com. Also, our website, Cedars Group, CedarsGRP.com. And it's cedar like the tree. Right. Access Cedars Tree. <laughs> Very good. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And we're going to talk more about people, people, systems, and people when we come right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Johnny Becklini, the partner of Cedar Group, and our visionary question comes from Scott who asks, as you grow, what details do you look for in order to hire and grow your systems, employees, managers, district managers, and vice presidents? First, if we talk about, I'm going to divide them in sections, the okay. people section and the uh, system section. Okay. The people section, what I look for, our first question in any interview would be uh, from 1 to 10, 10 being the most lucky, uh, how lucky are you? Hmm. Why is uh, that? We like to hire positive people. Ah. Positive people drive change, and positive people uh, are the first to adapt mm -hmm. and welcome others. Ah. And they work better in teams. Right. So any, anyone that answers seven or below, we don't hire. Mm. Uh, we want positive people working for us. Sure. Uh, so that's the first thing. It's a cultural thing. Right? Okay. We have to create a culture of fun. Right. We want people to come into Little Caesars, work, and enjoy working. Ah. And so you have problems at home, we forget them at home, and we come here with a mindset of we're having fun, this is our break. Right. Every person wants to grow and achieve something in their life. Sure. Before, when we first started, we had a, uh, a crew member position and a manager position. Mm -hmm. Two positions. Right. So if you're the crew member and the manager has been there for 15 years, you're never going to grow. You're not motivated to grow. Right. So right now we have about nine positions. Oh. And every position, you, there's a small test. You pass that test, oh. right? you get a certificate, and you move on to the next. And Clever. you feel achievement. Right? Nice. So, and, and that really helps because we all want to grow. Right. And every person is going to ask, what's in it for me? Right. Development, self-development is huge. Okay. And so we need to uh, invest in our people uh, for them to achieve what they want. How did you learn to do that self-development into your employees. Was this out of a book that you read or a seminar you went to or was this an association with other business owners in town? Or so, How did you learn all that? So I, I was a, a crew member. Okay. And there's nothing we can do to move up. Right. right? Uh, so I was, okay. it, it came on purpose like, okay, how am I going to move up if there's only two positions? Right. Uh, that's how it originated from. Sure. Uh, as of need, right? Like okay. We need to grow. Right. How can I make it happen? Right. So when I took over and started managing the locations in Bakersfield, we started change. Ah. Uh, so that's how it started. But, okay. But then from uh, me going to college and studying business management and reading a lot of books, I tried to read about a book 
a month if, if I can. Okay. And and all my books that I did are self development and and uh, structures and how we can do better. Right. Both as a person and as an entity. What book are you reading right now? I right now I'm reading Focus. Why do you like the book? It talks about if you are to succeed, you mm -hmm. have to have a, you have to focus. Right. And you can't focus on two things at the same time. Right. So the the theory of I can multitask does not really work. It right. does not accomplish anything. Right. And in, 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 in fact, it just it, it increases um, distraction. Right. So when we focus at one thing at a time, right. we are more likely to do it better. Uh -huh. So we, we should, let's say in a day, you should have no more than three focus. Right. So you focus on three things and you allocate time. So two time for my first focus. And if, you, uh, if the two time hit and you're, done, and you're not yet finished, then you move your focus the next day and move on, move on to your next thing. Don't right. do things at the same time. In order to grow your business, mm -hmm. you need more than just employees Correct. and store managers, especially when you've got 42 locations in three states. Right. Now you need to start adding district managers and other people. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself nuts. Correct. How do you look for or what qualifications are you looking for or what's that self-development program like? To make that happen, I see. So uh, for for higher management, we we have you know in the store we have a, a, a general manager mm -hmm. that's supported by two uh, managers, okay. and the two managers are supported by four uh, team leaders, okay. and the team leaders are supported by crew members. Got it. So we always have support, and if a positions, um, if if someone leave or something happen, then we have a backup crew members or team leaders or managers ready to take on to the next position Got because it. we are training them to move on to the next position all the time. Right. And so for the district manager position, we have general managers that know the next step is going uh, to be the district manager. Right. right? So they, they in, 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 and that's what's going to motivate them to train the managers to do better. The more you grow, if you, if you are not capable of elevating others, then you're not going to be able to elevate yourself. And everyone in our company knows that, that culture. So as a general manager, I'm motivated to grow and elevate the managers because then I am ready to take on the bigger position. And so the district manager is the same way. Right. I'm ready to elevate my general managers. That way I'm ready for my director position. So we try to grow from within. Okay. Uh, the years that we've been managing, we never hide from outside, maybe one or two right. that we hired from outside. Right. Because that drives a message for our employees um, that we are going to give you the first chance every single time and we're not going to give up until you get there, right? If I hire from outside, that's just a disappointment for everyone else. Like, oh, right. that person took my position, right? right. So I try, we try as much as we can to hire from within. Uh, if we can't find them, we go from outside. So now I, we, I have two directors that probably are competing on the VP position that we don't have. Right. Uh, and it's going to take years to adapt, to learn, and to move there. Right. Uh, so now it's a decision of choice, I think. Not choice, but time. You emigrated here from Lebanon. Correct. Why did you emigrate here? Uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the American dream, I'm sure. But, but there's yeah. more to it than that because it takes a lot to come here. It takes a lot to come here the right way too. Okay. It's, it, it, it took us 12 years in paperwork, about 12 wow. to 10 years in paperwork just for us to get the opportunity to come here. Wow. And, and so when you're waiting patiently right. to, 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 to follow the American dreams, right. you just have more 
dive in it. Like, I can't wait to get there. I want to go and, and, right. and be what I want to be, right? right. Because in Lebanon, um, you know, we, we don't have uh, opportunities to become what we want. You oh. can dream as much as you can. The, the chances that you're going to make it is very low to none, mm. right? So I was, I was working 12, 15, 16 hours a day for $200 a month. Wow. And my phone bill is $100. Oh, right. so you so, worked 15 days out of the month to pay your phone bill. Right. So if, if, I, if no one else can support me, right. it's immediate failure. And right. so imagine how you want to grow a family and try to do all that stuff right. when you have very low income. Right. And, and, and really, most, most people in Lebanon, when they get married, it's parents support. They probably live with their parents after marriage. It's right. very tough to make it. Right. Especially in my neighborhood. I didn't live in the best neighborhood. Right? It's... Uh, right. Uh, the, one of the worst neighborhoods in Lebanon, not worst, but it's, this is where the uh, Lebanese um, civil war started in my street, in where really? I live. Wow. So it was, you know, it's not the, the prestigious city <laughs> in, the, in the world. No, no, no. Uh, wow. So the Lebanese war, mm -hmm. civil war, yeah. started on the street where you lived. Yes, yes. Wow. And then you went through the process and you immigrated here. Correct. And when you emigrated here, it was your family who got you started in Little Caesars. Yes, I'm very thankful for the Pagali family that owns uh, the Little Caesars in town. Right. Uh, very generous people. Uh, they are my dad's cousin. Right. So as soon as we moved here, uh, they, they were generous enough. Our office is actually a home. Uh, a home. Right. Uh, so uh, we, we, I, moved, I came in and I lived in the office right. uh, that had two bedrooms and I, I, I was there. Um, so they provided the opportunity for me to actually have a house as soon as I get in, which I'm wow. very grateful for. And then um, they gave me an opportunity to work in the store and be able to start from scratch where I'm learning. Because I didn't speak any language. I didn't speak English. Right. So I came here, didn't speak English. I started the sign holder right. because I can't talk. Right, <laughs> sure. Right. What else are you going to do? Right. So I, and, and that was a great opportunity for me to learn. Uh, I was so happy because back then my, the minimum wage was seven twenty-five. I called up my friends in Lebanon. I told them, "I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna make seven twenty-five an hour. Can you imagine?" <laughs> uh, so it was it was nice, man. It's uh, it was a great opportunity, and uh, I, I took advantage of it. And I was um, I moved up the ranks, and I proved myself to my to my family, and they liked me. Um, and I operated their business, and then when the chance came to go to Lichkas and get my first location, they helped me, and so I'm, I'm forever grateful. The reason we're talking with Johnny Baccalini is because of the financial support that comes from visioners just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and see all the bonus content, all the bonus information, things that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and support small business celebration where we can continue to celebrate small businesses making big breakthroughs. I'm here with Johnny Baclini, the partner for Cedar Group, and our visionary question comes from Dewey who asks, it seems like I work 16 hours a day. How do you fit in time for personal development? Because this is something you relate to. Right, what right. time did you get up this morning? Uh, 3.30. <laughs> 3.30 in the morning? Yeah. And you go to bed at what time? 10.11. Uh, 
And yet somehow you shoehorn in personal development. That's for sure. Yeah. How do you do that? I, I, I like to look at things as a self-development by second. Okay. So we actually improve every second. Today, right. just meeting you, I'm meeting something. For sure. I'm, I'm learning something. So oh, thank you. So that's self-development, right? right. I, I also believe that it's a lifestyle. Mm. So I don't count the hours that I'm working because it's self-development. I'm, I'm, I'm learning as I go, right? We're entrepreneurs, we're creating more things where things sometimes work, things sometimes does not work. Right. So uh, balancing uh, the time for me is, uh, is essential too. Mm. So for example, I wake up at 3.30 because I need my own time. I need two hours of just myself uh. to just focus on what's important today right. before my kids wake up. Sure. So that's why I wake up early and do my routine that's going to allow me to be present and, uh, and work on my self-development. Speaking of kids, you've got a new one on the way. Yes, yes. It's due any time now, so I'm, you might shine the <laughs> Cut, we're going. Right. He's got... <laughs> And uh, boy, girl, do you know? Yeah, we're, we're expecting a boy. Okay, Joe. Nate? Joe. Joe? Yes. And why Joe? Uh, well, it's a cultural thing. My dad's name is Joe. Okay. And so uh, usually the firstborn uh, um, male is, 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 takes the name of the grandfather. Okay. Uh, in this case, it was a little bit different. I was waiting for my brother. And so it, it came late. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I named him... Uh, you're married with two other kids? Yes, I'm married to uh, my beautiful wife, Elsie. Right. Uh, and I have two kids, Theo and Chloe. What do you do when you're not here at the restaurant? Do you go play with the kids and, and remind them that their dad does exist? I try <laughs> my best to, to allocate time to, right. for my family and, and balance my family, business, and personal. Okay. Uh, How I, do you do that? I calendar like if I, uh, I have I have time allocated in my calendar for family uh -huh. I have time allocated in my calendar for personal and right. I have time allocated for my business okay and, and someone once asked me if you spend uh, so much time and that's why I changed my entire lifestyle if you spend so much time right. in your family uh, the time that you use for your family in your business would you would your business succeed mm. and my answer was no ah. so I, I, I had to reevaluate my way of scheduling myself, therefore the three o'clock uh, time when I wake up. Repeat that one more time, because I think that's a very important message. If you spend the time you spend personally with your family in your business, would your business succeed? And the question back then was no, because I wasn't spending enough time with my family. Right. So how would, how would I expect my family to succeed if I don't spend the time? That's why. The bar for you is already pretty high mm -hmm. because you know what you can do with Little Caesars. Mm -hmm. And Little Caesars as a franchise is a little different than a lot of others. Little Caesars give you, gives you a lot more individual ownership and control over your stores. Mm -hmm. Not all franchises are like that. When you look at adding additional franchises to your portfolio, what are you looking for? First, I look if they fit our value. Mm. Right? We like to elevate community we serve. Right. Does that franchise uh, does that? Mm. Uh, and then I look at the three things that I think any QSR, quick service restaurant, should have okay. for success, right. which I said them before, value, speed, and quality. Mm. If, if a uh, new concept that I'm going to go into right. has those three, then it's most likely that's going to fit my culture. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business?
gratefulness mm -hmm. is what makes me uh, what wakes me up. Okay. How uh, so? I wake up every morning and I write down what I'm grateful for. So um, my bed, my comfortable bed, my house, my my backyard, uh, the people that work for me for us, and um, and I think and I remember this you know coming from a, a a place where I didn't have any of those, mm -hmm. right? So I wake up and I'm so grateful. That gives me the energy and the happiness that I need to conquer the day. How do you encourage others to also appreciate what they have? So for example, my kids. Okay. Right? I, I, every night before we go to bed, I ask them, uh, what was the best part of your day? Right? When, you're, when you're looking at the positive within the day mm -hmm. and you're writing them down, automatically that's going to change your mindset to positivity. Mm -hmm. And once you're thinking positive, positive things will happen, right? It's, it's a law of energy and attraction. So I would tell our uh, people, uh, our family members, right? Because I treat everyone like family. I would tell them that everyone to succeed must have a routine in the morning that's going to satisfy three things, the body, the brain, and the soul. And so if you wake up every morning and you have the same routine every day, uh, that is um, exercise, pray, or meditate, and read, educate, then you satisfy all those three, you're ready to conquer the day. Johnny, this has been a real privilege. Thank you for joining us. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yes, so uh, please reach out at my email, johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, at cedarsgrp.com, C-E-D-A-R-S-G-R-P.com. And we'll be right back with my final thought. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. Getting through the mundane. Many years ago, I was visiting a friend of mine, and as I went through his house, I saw that he had post-it notes everywhere with motivational quotes on them. And he was a very successful salesperson, and I asked him, is that the secret to your success? To which he answered, no. A little befuddled, I asked him, then why do you have all these motivational quotes all over your house? And he says, because it helps me through the mundane. As I learned later in life and in business, a lot of our business activities is with the mundane. It's those phone calls, it's the emails, it's the letters, it's all the things that we have to do, paperwork and paperwork and paperwork, it seems like, just to make our business successful. But it's the ability to do one thing more each day than your competition. It's that one more phone call. It's that return one more email. It's set up that extra meeting. It's that one thing more that gives you a leg up on your competition. 
So if you're finding yourself drowning in the mundane, perhaps maybe what you need to do is take some motivational quotes, put them around your house, and give you the courage to get through the mundane. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week while we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.